Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the depression subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized, generalized excuse me, advice and try and learn something new. But I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, I'm still trying to, <laughs> should have, should have uh, digested this first, but I, I just drank like a protein shake, it was great. By the way, I don't know if you guys have ever um, uh, heard of PB2, like, uh, it's basically peanut butter, but it has like 90%, uh, it's like 90% of, sorry, it's like 90% less calories, and like, it, it's, it's crazy how <clears throat> different it is, but um, I add it to like my protein shakes and makes it taste so good. Uh, and I use this thing called Premier Protein, which is like it's only like twenty bucks for like a big, you know, thing of them. So uh, anyway, that's what I'm digesting right <laughs> right now. Um, but anyway, you know, one of the the big things that I've uh, you know, oh by the way, I did release a YouTube video. So if you guys would like to go check that out, go to the info box and. Check out the link tree in there uh, if you guys uh, – so go over to uh, Mental Health Casual YouTube channel. If you guys aren't subscribed, go ahead and, you know, consider it. Um, I know, uh, you know, I have like 100 people I'm subscribed to. It's like pfft, another one if you guys would like to. Um, <clears throat> either way, um, you know, I, I and I was just talking about how – uh, with mental health in particular during the pandemic, right? There was this big focus on it because um, it was such a big threat, uh, overlooming threat, right? Because <clears throat> even though the pandemic was killing a lot of people, right? The COVID, of course, um, what was killing people more was suicides, which was something that was kind of swept, I don't want to say swept under the rug, but it seemed like <clears throat> a lot of people are just kind of like, uh, so. Yeah, COVID, right? Which, by the way, cool. Focus on it. That's cool. But, you know, the amount of addictions uh, coming back. And um, one of my friends, one of my, 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 my uh, the churchgoers uh, mentioned this to me. I don't think this is true, uh, but I could see it. Uh, sorry, I don't think, it's not that I don't think it's true. I haven't seen any evidence to this, but he had mentioned maybe that there are starting to, that they're, they're starting to see more like the rates rise back up again so i don't know if maybe once you break a habit or once you get into a habit like right you get into a bad habit during the the, the pandemic then also the pandemic stops maybe you continue right so it it, it was a, I, I understand the pandemic was really really rough for a lot of people but there was the the silver lining for me was just the fact that there was uh that there was this emphasis on mental health and people were really starting to be, you know, say, Hey, you know what? This is, uh, this is really important. Why didn't we look at this stuff? Why don't we start looking at this stuff? And now it almost seems like people are just like, Oh, I got to work. I got to do this. And listen, you got to do your work. You got to do that. But ultimately I think it's, it, it's a detriment to us if we don't focus on our own health, right? Cause if our own health deteriorates, well, what's that going to do for the rest of our life, right? If you're working, well, what's going to happen if your health deteriorates? Well, you're going to start uh, not going to work or, or um, operating more inefficiently at work, right? So it's 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 very beneficial for multiple reasons. Um, but 
anyway, why don't we get over to the first post over here? It says, I just want to sleep all day. It's making it hard to be productive. Same. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was just saying that because I slept a little bit late. I slept a little bit later last night, and also I had... I had, dude, I had the weirdest dream. I, I've been having the weirdest dreams lately, and it's really, and like, when I wake up, I'm like, what the heck is, like, you know, because I wake up at like five, about five o'clock every morning to go to the gym before, and I work at eight, and uh, man, I had this weird dream. I've, I've had this weird, pho- not phobia, but like of um, saying grace, right? Like, you know, when you, you pray before uh, before you, you eat or, you know, w- or when you're praying with everybody around <laughs> And I don't know why, like, I had this dream where, like, I was I was praying, and my pastor all of a sudden interrupts my prayer, and he's like, what are you talking about? That's not, like, biblically accurate at all. And I, was, I was like, what? And I think I said something crazy, like, like, uh, like, God, thank you for, <laughs> God, thank you for your son, Judas, which, if you guys aren't aware, Judas is not, <laughs> is not God's son. Um <laughs> That would be Jesus. Um, and I don't know why it slipped in my dream, but I just remember waking up being like, I made an idiot out of myself, right? My Like the anxiety started kicking in. Like I actually did it. And I was like, what the heck? Oh my God. So anyway, getting off that tangent real quick, I just, I had to tell somebody about that dream. That was such a weird dream. Um, yeah. the And this is the weird part. Like everything in mental illness seems to have some cyclical nature to it, meaning that there's, there's this uh, there's this feeling of of um, there's this uh, thing that happens right so I I go to right I want to sleep all day I'm always tired but um, which makes me not want to do anything which makes me more tired right if you're not doing things you'll notice if you start doing things you'll you'll get less tired as you go along. Um, cause you know, your body starts kicking into energy reserves and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when, as, whereas when you're, you're laying down or you're sitting down, it seems like it's just so easy to, to no, no matter how much sleep you get, right. It, if you're just sitting down or lazing around, it's so easy to, to just start feeling really, really late. Like I felt that during the pandemic, I literally would be laying down all day. And then what happens at night? You don't like, you know, if you allow yourself to sleep during the day, like for a great amount of time, well, what happens at night, right? Well, all of a sudden you don't want to go to sleep anymore. You, you know, you're watching, you're watching a movie, you're watching TV. And, and I don't know what it is about like when the night, when the night ha- happens, but all of a sudden the TV starts going on and you're like, Whoa, let's start watching this. Let's start watching that. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so it, it, it feeds into this nature of, sorry, it feeds into this cycle where if you don't stop it at some point, it's just going to keep going and going and going, right? It's the, you know, that, that famous, you know, the definition of insanity, insanity is when you uh, keep doing the same thing over and over again and you expect different results. Um, now, I don't think that's exactly, eh, maybe, maybe that could be the definition of insanity. I don't <clears throat> exactly know. Uh, but I remember Far Cry 3 made that really popular video game. And then I heard like Joe Rogan start like talking, start using that. I was like, "Whoa, we got that for Far Cry 3. Um, but yeah, you eventually have to stop the cycle at some point. So, for what I would say is, um, right, let's say today you're you're going to make this decision to um, try to go to sleep earlier, right? Now, 
one of the things that I, I I hear this a lot is people say, oh well, I just I just uh, you know I'm not tired. I'm not doing that. Um, one thing I would say for people like that is to make yourself tired during the day, right? Like if you can try and you know maybe maybe if you have too much time in, on your hands, maybe you can use the time in the gym. If you have if you're busy with work and all that kind of stuff, well that might you know get you tired. It really depends on what you're doing for the most part. Um, you know, try and fill your time so that you get tired. I think that would be the biggest thing for me. Um, that way you, you, you feel productive, you feel like you've done something. And then at the end of the day, you can sleep with a, and I think this is another thing you can sleep with a clear conscience that you didn't just waste your day. Right. I think that's such a detriment that a lot of people take for granted is when you don't waste your day, you just feel a lot better when you hit the, when your head hits the pillow at night. Right. Um, and there's just something, right? It, it almost feels guilt-free. It's like, oh, I can go to sleep knowing that I accomplished something. Or, you know, you made some money, you did this, whatever it may be, right? So try and accomplish things throughout the day, whatever whatever that may be, right? Uh, but you do have to, um, you, you ultimately do have to, uh, um, you know, kick it kick yourself into into the groove at some point and by the way that's why i i chose my words very care, carefully kick yourself into the groove it doesn't mean like oh wait for right what do, what do we always talk about wait for motivation wait for confidence wait for that don't waiting is not going to do you any good right unless it's specifically said by like a doctor or something like that you shouldn't be waiting to get motivated or, or anything like that to do something by the way what, I, what i'm talking about like doctor i'm talking about like if you have an injury or something like that then there's like you you're forced to wait. Um, doesn't mean you can't do anything, right? So you want to try and be as productive as you can. Um, you know that way you eventually get to the point where you can. Um, that, that way you can eventually get to the point where you know you can. Um, you, you know feel tired, right? Because that's the that's the thing, right? You know if you can keep yourself busy, you can eventually get tired. You know, your body's eventually going to want to go to sleep at some point. So, uh, and I, I've, I've been lucky enough to really feel that like right when it hits about eight 30 or so, my body says, Hey, I want to go to sleep. And I'm, I'm, I say, yo, sucker, I'm going to go to sleep in like 45 minutes. And then I don't go to sleep. <laughs> so, uh, I've been, I've been getting about seven, seven and a half hours of sleep. Eventually I want to start getting eight again. I, I felt like eight was actually pretty good, but man, it's, you know, my brain, my brain's doing things to me. So, uh, next post here says, what does quote unquote, let it go even mean? It's just another empty phrase. Just like, just don't live a uh, quote. Just don't live in the past. End quote. After you decipher it, all it says is quote, sorry, I don't actually ha- want to listen about to, uh, what you're feeling, sorry, what you feel and show your compassion. So I'll just leave you with this empty phrase as a sign that I care about you. End quote. Well, so it, 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 it depends, right? Um, when you say let it go and when you say just li- don't live in the past, I think people need to elaborate on what that means, right? Um, so I think it ultimately boils down to forgiveness, okay? And, but I'm just going gonna, gonna to read this again, right? I, I've talked about this before, but we're going to read what the definition of, uh, actually, it'll be forgive, right? Hold on, forgive definition. So let's read what the, the definition of forgive is. 
stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, a uh, flaw or mistake. Um, so that is what forgive means. Now, remember, you can also forgive yourself. Okay. So when people hear forgive, it usually amounts to something like, let's say you have trauma in your past and you say, and somebody says to you, you should forgive that person. Does not mean you're letting somebody off of the hook. It means that you're you're letting go of the anger and the resentment towards that person for their their offense to you, for the flaw that they may have that you that drives you crazy, um, you know what whatever it may be, right? You're choosing to let go of that anger. It once again, it's not letting them off of the hook. It is letting go. It's stopping uh, that that anger and resentment towards that person, which I think is really really powerful when we talk about letting things go, right? It doesn't mean you complete, and, and this is the other thing, it doesn't mean forget about it. It does not mean forget about it. Um, if anything, you know, now you, once you let go of the pain and resentment, it allows you to work um, from more of an objective point of view. Well, what could I have done better in this situation? Um, what what, uh, what could I have done to avoid it, right? Um, and once you start, once you start peeling away those emotions that can um, lead you down a really slippery slope, uh, then you can eventually find, you know, you can eventually find something that uh, uh, of more substance, of uh, more value to you than um, than what would have been there if you had had all of the anger and resentment in there. So. Uh, like I said, I think it's important that we elaborate when we're talking, not just giving these simple uh, phrases and stuff, right? And listen, sometimes these are very, very effective, right? When you don't have enough time to actually talk to somebody, when maybe somebody is, uh, somebody could be like me, like, this is one of the reasons why I don't completely listen to, like, I don't listen to really, like, uh, technical things. I start to lose the plot after a while. So sometimes I need somebody to just say, oh, just let it go, right? I remember I was watching an Elliot Hulse video a long time ago. And he, he all he said was, get out of your freaking head, man. Oh, okay. Obviously, there was a cuss word in there. But uh, when he said that, I was like, wow, I do need to get out of my head. You know, he wasn't saying it to me, but he was uh, he was saying it in a video. Um, and I was like, yeah, I do need to get out of my head. He's right, you know. Uh, sometimes when you give like a really detailed explanation of things, a lot of times we start to break down. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, instead of clearing the data, so to speak, you know, now we're just adding more data to the already backed up storage that we have. So uh, sometimes it can be very good. It, you have to kind of test the waters to see where somebody is um, on their own mental health journey. So kind of figuring that out is good. Uh, let's go to the next post here. I hate talking about my problems. One thing that everyone says if you have the if you have depression is to go to talk to someone and that'll make make me feel better. Didn't change anything for me. If anything, it made me feel worse. I despise talking to my loved ones about my problems because it makes me feel so weak, pathetic, and whiny. Uh, so okay, so you decided to talk to somebody that is uh, the, the, that's close to you. Um, and I think this is why, like things like church communities or you know uh, things like uh, some type of program is is really really good because it helps you to you know reach out to people who maybe you know aren't your family. And listen, I get that, right? 
Uh, now, granted, I'm a YouTube person, so you know my family can easily watch my videos or listen to my podcast. So I'm not really hiding anything. Uh, funny enough, I, just to kind of explain my thought process behind that, I usually just imagine, okay, they're not going to watch it. They're not. They're not going to listen to it. And I'm going to hope for the best, right? Obviously, that doesn't always happen, but it, you know, sometimes it does. Um, but, uh, you know, and I, I just kind of go in without really thinking. I, I usually think about my audience. Sorry, some behind the scenes here. I usually think of my audience as like me to a certain degree. Like, I, okay, so what would I want to hear if I was in this spot? That's usually what I think about, right? Obviously, if somebody was like in front of me who I knew, I would give like more specific advice uh that so to speak but uh with this one i usually think of well what would i want to hear in this situation or what what would help me if i was in this situation that kind of stuff so um but hating talking about your problems isn't uncommon uh one thing i will say is if you can get over it it is very liberating um especially once you can get past like the shame of it it's really really uh gosh it's really um there's something really um like uh there's something really uh what would you say um liberating about it you know you really feel liberated you you really feel um like you know whenever i talk about my, pro my problems on here like about like porn or you know addiction or anything like that i don't really feel all that like ashamed about like bringing it out right i feel more ashamed about doing the thing right um if anything right like oh my gosh i looked at porn again or you know if if i would were to um relapse or something like that i'd be more upset about that i wouldn't be more i wouldn't be really super ashamed of like telling you guys i'd be more ashamed in the in the act i suppose um so one way to get over this is, is to actually talk to somebody outside of your your sphere of influence um now that's kind of hard right it sounds like you're you might be kind of young and it sounds you know I know we're all in fin different financial brackets, so I don't want to act like everybody has access to therapy. Uh, I'm sure there are different way ways of going about it if you really look, but I can understand the the barriers are there. So uh, once again, you know, you can always try church. Um, you can always try, and that, that's the thing about it is I always like to tell people, listen, it's free. If you don't like it, you're more than welcome to to step out, right? You don't have to make a commitment or anything like that. It's not nothing crazy like that. Um, now that's, that's what I've always liked about it. Um, now, if you're not uh, religiously inclined, um, you know, you might want to, this is why communities are so important. Um, and that's why building them is so important. You know, once you start building a community that, that you really, um, that you really like, that you really love, um, there's something special about it, man. It really makes you feel like you belong. And I think that's important, ultimately, you know, um, I've, I found a great church community down here. Uh, it took me a little while to find it and nothing, nothing against the other church communities that I had or anything like that. But, um, you know, this one's uh, really close to my house and I don't have to pay gas. To, <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to waste that much gas going there. Uh, obviously, that's not the only reason. But, you know, I, I, I feel, you know, I feel like I can talk to them about certain things and do all that kind of stuff. In fact, it's, it's very encouraged. And I think that's good. So, um, you know, I don't really know what to tell you otherwise, other than build up your, your community, right? I think it's important. And unfortunately, a lot of those foundations should have been laid earlier, to be honest, but not all of us have the, the same head start as other people, right? So um, totally get that. So what you want to start working on is your social skills, 
right? Um, talking outwardly to people. I think I read somewhere, and uh, hmm, I don't know if I want to say state this as truth, but I think I read somewhere that um, simply like speaking to another person can raise up your oxytocin levels, which is typically called the love hormone, but it does more than that, right? It has it makes you feel a sense of closeness. Um, now, I think there are differences between the sexes, but um, it generally makes you feel a sense of, have a sense of closeness and uh, that type of stuff. And there, you know, there are, you know, good feelings that come with that. Uh, so you want to try and practice talking to people, you know, um, if you can talk to people. And what I like to say is your social skills a lot of times are a lot like your um, like a resume, right? It tells everybody what they need to know. And then, right, they decide whether to hire you, which is whether or not to become your friend, whether or not to become invested in you, that kind of stuff, right? So uh, I think that's important to, to, think, to think about when you're doing social skills, right? It's not just about, you know, oh, I want to make more friends. I want to do this. It's more about building up your portfolio, building up your resume, so to speak, uh, that way that you're more marketable to more people, right? Um, whether or not they become your friends, uh, you still get a lot of skills. You, you get a lot of closeness to people. And you really get to learn a lot about uh, people that maybe you, you would have been too afraid to even talk to before. So ultimately, I think that's uh, that's a really good uh, good aspect of social uh, skills. So, you know, just invest in yourself. Try and learn a little bit more on how to talk to people. And eventually, as your social skills get better, right, you're able to speak. Uh, you're able to, like, present yourself a little bit more. You'll eventually start becoming more confident. With that confidence will come uh, less shame when you speak about your problems because you'll speak about them so eloquently that uh, they won't, uh, you won't be as ashamed because you're speaking about it so eloquently, right? So I think that's really important to think about. Either way, remember, you can check out all things casual, guys, uh, at the link uh, at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us or email me, excuse me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. I'll also have a link to the depression subreddit in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.